This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Welcome to Sunday Commentary, a weekly program designed to break open the Sunday Scripture readings. Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. The Liturgical Scripture Readings for the 25th Sunday in Ordinary Time. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call him while he is near. Let the scoundrel forsake his ways and the wicked his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord for mercy, to our God who is generous in forgiving. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so high are my ways above your ways and my thoughts above your thoughts. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Responsorial Psalm The Lord is near to all who call upon Him. The Lord is near to all who call upon Him. Every day will I bless you, and I will praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and highly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. The Lord is near to all who call upon Him. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. The Lord is good to all and compassionate toward all his works. The Lord is near to all who call upon him. The Lord is just in all his ways and holy in all his works. The Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. The Lord is near to all who call upon him. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, life is Christ and death is gain. If I go on living in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me. And I do not know which I shall choose. I am caught between the two. I long to depart this life and be with Christ, for that is far better. Yet that I remain in the flesh is more necessary for your benefit. Only conduct yourselves in a way worthy of the gospel of Christ. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out at dawn to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with them for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. Going out at about nine o'clock, the landowner saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, You too go into my vineyard, and I will give you what is just. So they went off, and he went out again around noon and around three o'clock, and did likewise. Going out about five o'clock, the landowner found others standing around and said to them, Why do you stand here idle all day? They answered, because no one has hired us. He said to them, You too, go into my vineyard. When it was evening, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Summon the laborers and give them their pay, 
beginning with the last and ending with the first. When those who had started about five o'clock came, each received the usual daily wage. So when the first came, they thought that they would receive more, but each of them also got the usual wage. And on receiving it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last ones worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who bore the day's burden and the heat. He said to one of them in reply, My friend, I am not cheating you. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what is yours and go. What if I wish to give this last one the same as you? Or am I not free to do as I wish with my own money? Are you envious because I am generous? Thus, the last will be first, and the first will be last. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Carla, we are on the or at the 25th Sunday in Ordinary Time, and we've got some great feast days I at least wanted to tell our listeners about. Uh, September 27th is the feast day of St. Vincent de Paul. And of course, we have many St. Vincent de Paul um, outreaches uh, locally that please support them because they take and help so many people in need and in dire need in some cases. So please continue to support uh, those or that organization. Uh, and then also September 29th is the Feast of the Archangels, Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael, and how we need their protection, their intercession uh, to be able to really fight the sins of our day today. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Well, we are going to read from the book of the prophet Isaiah today. And I really, I guess I was kind of thinking of, there are several lines here that kind of uh, caught my eye today. So, I mean, there's an obvious theme of repentance. I think there's a beautiful compliment to today's gospel, which is the laborers in the vineyard. And I think that one of the things that I really saw is how God is ready to heal the sinner. And what a beautiful and positive message that is. We see here, seek the Lord while he may be found. And I think the converse to that is, make sure we don't get too lost to find him. <laughs> right? Make sure we don't go too far off that path. Uh, but know that God is always ready for you to seek him. That is always something he is there ready to do. And the other line, let the scoundrel forsake his ways and the wicked his thoughts. Uh, do not let pride make you think that this applies to somebody else. Well, he must be talking about another scoundrel or another wicked. This indeed, with our pride, we often realize that this also, uh, we need to apply this to ourselves in our humility. We are all sinners and we are all in need of a savior. And then, of course, God's thoughts are not our thoughts. God does not think as man does. And, you know, maybe you are envious of someone else's or easier lifestyle. Uh, maybe you're jealous that someone's getting paid more than you. Uh, you know, these are all things that we need to fight against. And I think really our challenge is to rejoice in God's generosity to us, our neighbors, instead of seeking man-made equality. Yeah, and picking up on that last part, that uh, your thoughts or my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways your ways. You know, one more part about that is what about when ha bad things happen in the world, right? Or when things just don't seem to go our way? Well, a common reaction is to ask why. Why did that happen? Or why did this happen to me? And why now? You know, basically just why, why, why? But God doesn't always give us all the answers because we don't always need to know why. Sometimes it's just enough to know that God has it all figured out. And in reality, knowing the why behind all of life's trials and hardships doesn't really change anything. 
most of the time it doesn't really matter why. And the only thing that really matters is what we choose to do, how it is that we respond. And those are the opportunities to grow in faith, to find consolation in that whisper of a prayer that reminds us that God is in control and His grace is sufficient. The generosity of God's mercy. And this is the theme in all of our readings today. You know, in God, we have everything that we could ever want or dream of. But sometimes we just get wrapped up in the darkness and the drudgery of this broken world. And we forget. We forget because we want to change things that we can't change. And we want to take charge of things that we have no control over. And we want to become masters of our own universe. And we forget that God has already given us everything we need to be happy. Yeah, and you talk about how we respond and all those, that summary of there, I really see a beautiful tie in the second reading to the Philippians. We have Paul, he's writing from jail. Uh, He knows that most likely he's going to be a martyr someday. And so many of his decisions, many of the things that he says really are life and death. (laughs) So uh, that kind of puts a contrast on the writings that he has. And, and he's not asking for death, but he does see death as a gain because he will see God face to face. So how do we respond? How do we answer that question you brought up in that first reading? It's that last line in this second reading. Conduct yourselves in a way worthy of the gospel of Christ. That's really how we respond. That's how we live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the way he says that. You know, he points out, well, to living is good. Yes. Dying is good. You know, well, yeah, it's a <laughs> maybe win-win, not yet. Right. It's, it's <laughs> I'm not a sure win-win, yet, right. but yes, it is. And, th- and that's really where that gain is, to see God face to face. Yeah. How beautiful that will be. Yeah, uh, very amen. Much. Well, we have a powerful gospel today. The laborers in the vineyard, Carla. There's a lot going on in that reading today. Oh, yeah, there is. Well, in this parable, those who had labored all day in the vineyard felt that they were entitled to a greater wage than those who labored for only a few hours, and they complained when they were all paid the same daily wage. They felt that they earned more than the others, and it just didn't seem fair. You know, this is where God's ways are not our ways, right? But Jesus used this parable to explain how it is with salvation. We don't earn or deserve salvation. Salvation is possible only because our good and gracious God is merciful and loving. But even though salvation isn't something we earn or deserve, there's still work for us to do. As St. Paul said, we must work out our salvation. Now, salvation is an invitation to enter into the life of Christ, and many say no. Not everyone will accept that invitation, and not everyone will go to heaven. The vineyard workers in this parable were invited to work, and they could have said no, but they accepted accepted that invitation to work, and in doing so, they became active participants in the reward that they would receive, which was a full day's wage. Life is hard, and our world is full of lost souls not knowing where to turn next. And Jesus continues to seek them, and he invites those who are willing to join him with the words, you too, go into my vineyard and I will give you what is just. Yeah, but that's not always our human reaction, is right. it? Right. Right? You're happy with some deal. I was I was okay with the deal that you offered me at 9 a.m., <laughs> right? But we're often happy with that deal until one of two things happens. 
One, someone gets your same deal but didn't have to work as hard for it. There you go. <laughs> or secondly, maybe someone gets a better deal than you did. Boy, then do we <laughs> we become envious of others, right? Don't we? But uh, I, I want to also then focus on what you're saying, coming in at that last uh, hour and being able to receive the gift of salvation there. I mean, if that's true, why not go out? Why not wait to the last minute? Let's go whoop it up in this life and not worry about the consequences. At the end of our lives, then we can say, dear late, dear Savior, please accept me into your vineyard here. You know, let's not wait. Why not wait till 5 p.m.? Why not work one hour and receive the same gift? Well, what's not like to what's not to like about that? I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. there are a couple things. <laughs> Sounds let good. Me, let me bring it. it. Does sound good? But let me bring up a couple things. Well, I mean, of course, you have the obvious thing: you get in an accident, right? But I, I think more importantly than that is, as you live a life of sin, you know, your heart hardens if we continue that lifestyle. So you get a hardened heart, and that makes it more. It makes it harder than to accept that gift, right? Right. Um, you know, we will be completely happy in heaven if we do make it there. But what's going to be the size of our happiness? Are we going to have a thimble of happiness? Are we going to have a, a cup of happiness or maybe a bucket of happiness? And I think that that our life on earth and going out into that labor field, that is what helps us increase the size of our bucket, the size of our happiness. And, and quite frankly, the reason why I don't want to wait for the last minute is, you know, our lives are so much more meaningful with Christ. So the world can give you pleasure, but only Christ can bring you joy. Amen. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman, produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through MatraDayRadio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.